Hello to our podcast going live on Facebook in three, two, one. Showtime! What's going on, people, on Facebook as well as on the podcast? Thank you guys for listening. This is the Real Football Fans of New Jersey, episode 88. We are two away from the big 9-0. Um, it's getting crazy. I mean, 12 episodes and we'll be at a hundred. So, yeah. wow. Okay. So I know you're doing the intro, but I yes. do need to interrupt you okay. with something. I do have a surprise for you. Uh-oh. Um, so for the podcasters out there, our listeners, our fans, uh, if you don't know, Katie turned 30 on Sunday. Oh boy. We went to go sing karaoke on Saturday it night. Phenomenal. It was a phenomenal evening. So Thank you to Katie's husband, Frank, who just great job. So I have something for you to read to our fans. Oh boy, okay. And then I'm going to, I just need you to read something to our fans. All right. So make sure, get in the microphone there. Okay. There's a pig on here because I love pigs. Katie, to my best friend on her birthday, I cannot believe my best friend and fellow real football fan of New Jersey has turned the big 3-0. In 2019, though, it seems as if 60 is the new 30, thanks to Ramona. Girl, who does all your work? Can she give us his slash her number? For real. For For real. real. You had an amazing year at 29, and I was fortunate enough to be by your side making memories all while sipping wine and laughing along the way. Very true. As you know, we are attending BravoCon on November 16th. What you don't know is that BCon is your birthday present. (laughs) She's giving me shams, 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 and my BravoCon bracelets. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. What you don't know is that VCon is your birthday present. It has been ever since I sweated in the ticket queue and clicked purchase. What you also don't know is that we will be rolling up True Housewives style in a limo. Oh, my God. What? Get ready to thrive in NYC the best way we know how. Wine and housewives, baby. Love, Lonnie. Holy crap. That is amazing. Hard to hug when we've got headphones on. Oh, my God. So I do have some rules and regulations oh for boy, you regarding okay. the past. So you did. Did you download the app? Not yet. Okay. So download the app. And what you're going to do is you have to register your band. Okay. Um, actually, I might have to do it for us. Uh, oh, God, don't break it. It's very sensitive, apparently. Um, I might have to do it for you, yeah. um, so just stay tuned. I can take the one thing oh I need to tell God. you though is you do not pull this okay. because it doesn't unloosen. So we can only wear it like on the day. All right. So they're being very strict. They sent me all these it. don't touch these it. rules and regulations, and I was like, oh my God, we're wow. gonna screw this wow. up. I so. can't even, I can't even fathom. So wow. we are going happy birthday. I am so excited to spend that entire day with you. Obviously, oh once we're back, we're going to give you guys all of the dirty details <laughs> that of everything so that is going on. I, don't, I feel like I don't deserve that, but I, that's amazing. Of and course I love you, you thank do. You, thank love you. you too. And uh, wait, one thing. It was actually really funny because before I came over here, I was thinking about what we wanted to wear to BravoCon, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Wow, we're going to be on like public transportation and people are going to be like, what is wrong with these girls? So now we can privately be weirdos in a limo. All right. Very good. Very good. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) All right. Wow. Great way to kick off the show. But again, episode 88, all the big stories in football, housewives, wine, life, BravoCon. We uh, are going to kick off our show tonight with poll results that we posted on our Instagrams. We have three questions for you. We had a lot of votes. Again, so thank you very much. So much. 
I guess we gave some easy ones. We had some like major, high majority answers yeah. on these. Um, question number one, do you agree with Jacksonville starting Nick Foles over Gardner Minshew? Obviously, that's a story we'll talk about tonight. But 71% of you guys said yes, which surprised mm -hmm. me. Did that surprise you? Yes, because I picked no. I picked I, no as well. I'm not happy with it. I think Gardner Minshew has gone in there, done everything that Jacksonville has asked him to right. a team that – uh, excuse me, a team, yes, that everyone kind of shied away from this season. Everyone right. put them there. And when Nick Foles, whatever the hell happened to him, what, did he break his collarbone? Everyone was done. Mm -hmm. They were like, that's it. Jacksonville's out. And in reality, they're – they're not doing the best, but they're right. not doing bad. And granted, take away London. Minshew had an awful game in London. Right, right, right. But that's one game. So you think Nick Foles is coming back from an injury that I thought was season end. Like when I like messaged you, I really thought he was done. So yeah. Um, you're really just gonna let I don't know. I don't agree with that. I always believe that, and we've seen it before where like this has happened before, mm -hmm. and I feel like you stick with a quarterback who has a hot hand, and even though Gardner is coming off Probably, definitely his, his worst, worst game, game that he's had. Um, I feel like his whole body of work since he's been in form four, that's eight games. Mm -hmm. You might say four and four, but honestly, I think that Nick Foles would have been yeah. four and four too through eight games with the Jacksonville mm -hmm. Jaguars. You know, they're not bad. They're not great. Right. And uh, I feel like if you look at the body of work, which Doug Marone said he would when making this decision, I feel like you'd go with a hot hand. And I, I felt like that was Gardner. So yeah. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, they paid Nick Foles a lot of money. Sometimes that factors in. But I was surprised that 71% yeah. of you mm -hmm. said, yes, go with Nick Foles. Right. Okay, question number two. Which New York team will win the Snoopy Bowl this weekend? The New York Giants or the New York Jets? Woof, Giants with two wins on the season, Jets with one win. This is a desperate game for two desperate teams. But 73% of you said the New York Giants would win that game. I think it's pretty much a no-brainer that the Giants are going to win. They're just they're, – they're, they're a better team. I, but I just – in my heart, God knows what the hell is going to happen. Yeah, all I can say is if the Jets win, I'm just going to, like, dig a hole and, and bury myself, and you won't see me next what week. What time is the game? I think it's a 1 o'clock. Um, Giants have, like, only played, well, besides just this last Monday Night Football, right? it's been all 1 o'clock. Which I normally love, but, like, I, like, have this entire weekend off, and I actually have, like, some stuff to do, so I was yeah. kind of hoping it'd be so, a like, 4 o'clock game. Mix it up. Yeah. All right, finally, our last question, point blank. Are you watching the season premiere of Real Housewives of New Jersey mm -hmm. tonight? Uh, we didn't realize until preparing for the show that that actually premieres at 8 o'clock tonight. Do not leave us. Don't watch. Don't leave us. Watch Real Housewives we of New hope Jersey you said tonight. no. 60% no. of you said yes. 40% of you said no. Everyone I'm switching my answer yeah, to a no. You can watch it on demand, people. This so. is why I because Dallas is on at 9. Dallas is I on at 9. Katie, screw Dallas Which, and all factors of life. They've done things. Football. They've done things screw before up. when like a new season of Housewives premiere, if it's like a popular one, yeah. they might move the non-popular to like a different time. Like they're, we've they're seen that happen to. before. Um, so I was kind of surprised that they didn't just move Dallas mm. to 8 o'clock and let New Jersey be the 9 o'clock. On, on a normal night, I'll take the 8 o'clock. Right, you would not, prefer that. Yeah, not not on Wednesday. Why does this happen? Let's keep our podcast going. Yes. Um, I hate internet connection here. We're just going to Facebook went down. We're going to keep it going. Stick with us. We're coming back. I'm back. Not yet. Back, back in, in the New, New York, York groove. 
They did not have that song at karaoke, and it was no, we really, tried. really we tried. frustrating. We had to sing New York, New York by Frank Sinatra. <sighs> and we also sang another Frank Sinatra song and sent it to my dad, and he told me to not quit my day job. So. And you're stuck there. Okay. Oh, 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 and we're back, and Tucker's oh, here. He's oh. right in the microphone. Say something. Can you hear? There he goes. <laughs> he went up to it. Oh, my oh, God. Can you guys hear him? You could stay here all night. But yeah, so honestly, do not watch The Housewives, you know, record it, you know, or, you know, watch both of us, whatever, yeah. but just be more interested in us. So let's get into our big stories of the week for football. So we're yeah. going to start with QB. This is the year of the QB. I know. It's been a year crazy, of, crazy show. Whether they're in, whether they're out, whether they're injured, whether yeah. they're getting replaced, it's getting wild. benched. It is wild. It is definitely the year of the QB. There's always something interesting each year, with, and this yeah. is it. Before you go on, it was funny because um, when we were watching the games, when Frank and I were watching the games over the weekend, he had mentioned when he saw um, Brandon Allen come in. Mm -hmm. And he, he he jokingly said, imagine the current list right now of all quarterbacks that have thrown a touchdown this season. Yeah, and like, you've got like Gardner Minshew, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, um, Kyle Allen, yeah. Brandon Allen. It's, it's random. It's so random yeah. when you look at it. And it's crazy. And now you've got Jacoby Brissett, who wasn't expected yeah. to be a starter. Now you've got Brian Hoyer in for him. Yeah. It's just wild. Which oh, is, my God. And, and again, and then uh, the Bengals were on their bye week, right? Yeah. And now do they have a new guy coming Right, in, right, right. So. Brian Finley. Mm -hmm. So he'll it's probably be... a touchdown pass. <laughs> and it's just – we're going to rattle off that list at the end oh, of the season yeah. and see what it is because it's really crazy. So, yes, um, so Jacksonville head coach uh, Doug Marone did announce yesterday that he is starting Nick Foles over um, Gardner Minshew in week 11 um, after their bye. So he sat down with both QBs and told them before addressing the media, which, well, yeah, duh, that, it, it yeah. makes sense. It's but I think nowadays people have to say that because, yeah. you know. Um, so he went 4-4 four four as a starter, and there is a quote on the back. So, I mean, like 4-4 like four four as a starter is for a team that you weren't controlling. And a rookie. And he got four wins. I know. I, mean, I don't hate to, like, hurt us, but, like, Daniel Jones has only had two, two. wins. Yeah, so, exactly. like, as a rookie, four wins out of eight games. Mm -hmm. I take that. So let's listen to this quote from uh, Doug Marone. So and this is on uh, Gardner Minshew. He said it. Excuse me, I had a burp. Um, he's done a great job. I feel a whole lot different about him now than I did prior to him playing in a very positive way. We took some things and had discussions on things that we're going to work on forward, which will give him the ability to be a player in this league for a long time. I really believe that. He's almost like talking about him as if he's not a good player, I feel. And I really think took I, I don't know. know if I took that. Does he have yeah. that much to work on? Yes, he's a rookie. All rookies have a yeah, lot to work on. To but work it seems I don't know. No, I thought I thought it was positive because I think he's saying like he's clearly proven that he's gonna be a quarterback in this league. And that's a good point to make because right. I feel like to be honest, the Jacksonville quarterback situation is weird because Nick Foles is coming off this injury and he's coming back. But Nick Foles has contemplated retirement before right. this injury ever happened. I, yeah. Who knows if he's going to come back next mm -hmm. year? I honestly yeah. don't know. Um, so that's one scenario. But if Nick Foles does come back, I think that Gardner Minshew has got to be a starting quarterback somewhere else. He's got to he's be. He's got to be. Um, and it works out well yeah. for Jacksonville. Like, yeah. go get something good for him. You know what I mean? Like, you've shown that the kid can play. That only helps you, right? 
Yeah, it's the same thing with Teddy Bridgewater. Like, these guys need to be starters somewhere. Yeah, I think. for sure. I mean, Teddy a lot more than Gardner. But I just, yeah, they got to be. They got to mm-hmm. be. Um, so then other QB news. So the Cardinal, excuse me, the Carolina Panthers had announced yesterday, um, uh, excuse me, on Tuesday that QB Cam Newton has been placed on IR. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And he is out for the season with that foot injury that he's yeah. been battling for a couple weeks. So he is coming off back to back, uh, shortened seasons for injuries. Um, he had soldier, sold, shoulder surgery. Oh my God, I couldn't say it. <laughs> Shoulder, like Caitlin, <laughs> get it together. Oh, Shoulder surgery, packs two off seasons. Um, and Kyle Allen is playing well, so I think it does make sense. And that was probably yeah. at their ultimate. Um, it's so, almost better for them that they weren't forced into making a decision, like yeah. Cam Newton coming back healthy and, it, and making a decision like Jacksonville right. has had to make. Which Kyle because Allen, Kyle they, Allen has actually been playing better than Gardner. Maybe. I think they would have gone with Cam though, and I think that would. I don't think so. I think they would have gone with Kyle Allen, but who knows? You know. Um, so Bleacher Report did predict that Cam Newton can play for one of these teams next year. Um, Carolina, Chicago, Denver, Tampa Bay, and Tennessee. We spoke about this before, yeah. Tampa Bay being right. a, a wide open if they're going to move on from Jameis Winston, which they yeah. probably should. Um, Carolina, of course, that's a possibility. That's oh, his team right yeah. now. Chicago, I don't feel like as horrible as Mitchell Trubisky has been this season. I feel like they're not ready to give yeah. up on him yet. That's you know, they drafted a number two overall. Yeah. You try for that guy to be your franchise quarterback. You you do, and and he had a good season last year. So it's like, that's why I, I don't know. He's a, that's another it's weird scenario. Yeah. He's mind boggling. Denver. No, probably no. not because they also drafted Drew Locke. Like if it doesn't work yeah. out with Joe Flacco, you go with, you know, you draft you Drew Locke in the first round. I think they're going to definitely, yeah, they're going to continue with uh, Tampa Joe Bay. Flacco. Yes. That's where I see a great yeah. scenario for Cam and Tennessee. Honestly, no, everyone's riding the Ryan Tannehill train. Man. I'm not on that train. I'm not on the train of Tannehill or Mario. Yoda. I'm on the Marcus Mariota train. But I honestly For a team think, like Tennessee, yes, Marcus Mariota is your franchise. It's Carolina or Tampa Bay, in my opinion. I, and I agree. I so. definitely agree. All right. So uh, let's get into our week nine thoughts. As always, crazy stuff happens every week. So let's just fill you in on, on some of the headlines. Um, without Joe Flacco in at quarterback, he was injured. Uh, Denver quarterback Brandon Allen, because Drew Locke is also injured. Um, he led them to a win over Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Ouch, Cleveland. Like, yeah. if it can't get any worse, now you've got a wow, third string quarterback. Wow, 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 Cleveland. Wow. wow. Um, Brandon Allen, I mean, he certainly he didn't turn the ball over. He did what he had to do. It 12, was an Allen weekend. 12 for 20. Yes. Josh Allen, Brandon Allen, and Kyle Allen all getting yeah. wins. So that's pretty crazy. Um, but he did what he had to do. He had tw- he went 12 for 20, passing 193 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, those are great stats for a guy coming in, Absolutely. not expecting, you know, Whatever. But uh, also another team without their starting quarterback, the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously mm. still not with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Matt Moore has been filling in for quarterback. He's been playing really well. I'm, and they I'm beat an extremely, in my opinion, an extremely good Minnesota Viking team. Um, the win now gives them a um, matching record with the Vikings. They're both 6-3. Yeah. and three. What a huge win. Um, it ended on a Harrison Bucker 44-yard game-winning field goal. That was an exciting um, one. Yeah, watch. I mean, I had Minnesota to win that, and wow. I wasn't excited about Patrick Mahomes, like, leaping on the sidelines. I know, after. and like, I thought he was – Like, you have a knee injury. Yeah. They said he would have been okay to play, but they didn't want to push it. 
this might be the week he comes back. Or, right. or wait, I, are they at a buy this week? No, no, no they already did their buy. So. Yeah. Uh, or no, they didn't do their buy yet. I don't um, know. I don't Sammy know. Walker's no, 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 no. They're hurt. playing this week. They are playing. playing. Yes. They are. Yes, yes, yes they are. Um, I know, but I don't think it's come out are, yet whether are, he's playing are. or not. And but yeah, so I he think looked like he could be playing based uh, on him running onto the field like, like that. Leaping. Like, I can't yeah. even jump that high on a good knee. Right. Agreed. Um, so who else do we have? Okay, we have the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. finally picking up their first win of the season. I picked them to beat the Jets. I did not. I honestly feel like as bad as both teams are, Miami has been playing a tiny bit better while Jets are reversing backwards. Okay, and I agree with that. And it's not and, and Miami didn't just beat them, they completely destroyed them. They owned they owned yeah. that game. And that might not seem like a total domination, that score, right. but they dominated that entire team. And I was listening to um when I get ready in the morning, I have to have the TV on so I can listen to something. Mm-hmm. Usually the news, but leading up to the, the Giants Cowboys game and after all of Sunday's game on Monday, I did want to listen to Sports Center. So right. I was listening. Uh, one of the commentators had a great point. Mm-hmm. It was your schedule can get easier, yeah. but that doesn't make you like that doesn't it doesn't change you as an organization. Mm-hmm. So he was saying that towards the Jets, like they played the Dolphins and they could have eased like it's you that doesn't change your opponent, but that doesn't change you. So yeah. like your schedule can change, but that yeah. doesn't mean you change. Yeah. And so the Jets have not fixed whatever the problem right. was. So that is why they lost to the Miami Dolphins. And I thought that was a yeah. phenomenal point to make because a lot of teams make that like, oh, we're turning the bends and our schedule is getting right. a little bit harder. Let's try to, or our schedule is getting a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what your schedule looks like. Right, right, if there's right. problems going on inside yeah. your locker room, if there's, um, like, I'm trying to think of the right word, um, like, but, but players, if there's things wrong with the players, you know, you're not like hitting certain um, like you know, teams and you're not like uh, like plays, things like that. Like it's, it's just not working out at any part of the field. Like you need to fix that. It doesn't matter if you have three right. easy games coming right, up, right, right, you're right. still a bad team. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And um, honestly, with Miami too, like I have been happy that they've been mm-hmm. going with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think that was the should yeah. have been the pick all along. Yeah. I understand why when things were going so bad at the beginning of the season, they were like, "Oh, well, let's just give Josh uh, Josh Rosen a, a yeah. chance because they did bring him in. Like they they brought yeah. him in mm-hmm. for the idea for him to start to over start, Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. in camp. Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. looked better. That's who they went with. Then they went Josh Rosen. They're back with Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick. They've got to stay that way. I that. think we've seen in these last couple of games that it really is the better decision Absolutely. Okay. And who else do we have that we want to mention? The Baltimore Ravens. Duh. Oh my God. Beating New England 37 to 20. The most shocking thing about that to me is not that they beat them because I think people were expecting a good game. They like beat them. It's the fact that Baltimore put up 37 points Mm -hmm. on that insanely phenomenal, one of the best defenses we've seen in a long, long time. Absolutely. I was beyond ecstatic with how the Ravens played. Every part of just, it just seemed flawless, every part of the field. Um, They seemed energetic. They seemed like a team that's been around the block when you have a a quarterback that's going into his second season. Yeah. he, but it, it, they've been there before. They yeah. they seem like a Ravens team from like early two thousands. Like it was, it was the dominance was there mm-hmm. against a team that's been dominant for the past decade. But you know seems. what's funny though? Um, it feels like when the Baltimore Ravens have been dominant, mm-hmm. and they have over the last decade, they've definitely had mm-hmm. their seasons where they've been great. They've won division titles. It feels as though the Baltimore Ravens are a classic defensive team. Yes, and um, this season they are. 
high powered mm-hmm. on offense. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that to me is what's winning the yeah. football games. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to win on both ends of the field, but their offense has been phenomenal. And even though Lamar Jackson, like he wasn't bad last year, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to call him the most improved player I, of yes. this season. Mm-hmm. Like yes. honestly, what he's doing mm-hmm. is, is pretty cool. I'm just so impressed with him. I'm so impressed with his personality too. I think he's extremely humble. Like think about, you know, last year we didn't really see, you know, he comes in for Joe Flacco and we're still not fully impressed with him. Uh, you know, a guy like Baker Mayfield plays the entire season, but you're still, you know, well, so questionable after a couple games. Oh, right. Tyra Taylor. Um, but you're still doesn't really run his mouth, but then mm-hmm. comes into his second season, sucks, runs his mouth. And a guy like Lamar Jackson just goes out and plays football. People weren't sold on uh, Lamar Jackson after year one. And no. that's fine. Okay. I mean, nobody should really be sold on a rookie. But look at that. People were really not. Yeah, he's I mean, driving. he had four quarterbacks that got drafted before him in the first he's round. Driving. Like, wow, he's and and they've mentioned that. Yeah. If you watch football on Sunday mm-hmm. or Monday or Thursday, they talk about that. They talk and about I the fact and and when they played this game against New England, I think I saw that they were talking about it. Like, think about the quarterbacks that have gone yeah. that went before him in that draft, and he's leading. He's now. leading the category against those quarterbacks in this, 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 this. You have one that's not playing, and then you have well, Josh Allen, I guess, is okay. He's okay, and then you have Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield, who suck. And Josh Rosen, who's not even. That's why I said not playing. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks. Like literally suck. Like yeah. they, they, they didn't it's so out. crazy. Like sometimes it's re- scouting is a hard job. You well, think about a guy that. like Mason Rudolph. Yeah. I think, you know, the Steelers get him later in the draft. Right. I think he's doing a phenomenal I job. job too. I am honestly. I mean, I certainly would, have ra- would rather have Mason Rudolph right now mm-hmm. over Josh Rosen. Oh, absolutely. And how many picks did they go exactly. apart, right? Like, it's, it's all about, it's just, I think sometimes teams really hit it. Yeah. And maybe they're not meaning to. I think the Steelers actually went after him, really meant to go after him. it just depends him. on how good mm-hmm. of a fit you are right. in that, mm-hmm. in, on that team, in that offense. You, you never know. It's, sometimes it's situational, but it's crazy the way things shape out, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then the last point oh. we want to make. The um, biggest point of the night. Monday Night Football. I mean, Kayla and I can make a million points about that game. The, the Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Um, but who was the star of the show? The Monday Night Football cat. The, the Monday Night cat. Football cat. Katie, I thought I had one wine too many when I was looking at this and, like, texting you what is going on. And, yeah. like, I think the biggest question is that everyone was talking about it online. We were texting right, about right. it. But no one was addressing the fact that there was a cat in the stadium. Right. How did that happen? And we don't even need to go over, like, the whole story. But, like, I feel like we need to. No, but, like, we don't because everybody, like, if you live on the internet for two seconds, you saw this thing about the cat. Um, But, yeah, I have no idea. And I said to Caitlin, like, as we were watching, like, you know, we're texting each other. She's watching at her house. I'm watching at mine. And I'm just like, if it was that easy for a cat to get on the field, like, why haven't we gotten on the field like that? I know. Like, you just, like, pop on in there like totally ridiculous like I just like seriously cat like such a freeloader just getting on the field you guys need to listen to um I believe it was um like the fan like W the fan um on the radio the commentator who was commentating for the Giants in the tri-state area on the radio did commentated the cat it is hilarious he does not skip a beat i think like tv everyone kind of just like pause and like, like commentating oh no yeah. he did not the radio host did not skip a beat he acted and he acted like he scored a touchdown like it you need to listen to it it is 
insane. Like that's a radio host, in my opinion, yeah. like, especially for sports. Like they are so talented because right, you right, need right. to listening to football you never know there could be a cat yeah. running on the middle of the field and like listening on the radio you can't just go air side you, yeah. can't, you need to talk to the people you need to let mm-hmm. them know they can't see what the hell is going on but honestly i thought it was hysterical i mean it's everything's it coming made for out great, i mean your social media girl it, it made for great social, great media, social content, media right literally I, they already came out it was gonna so be many like espn 30 for 30 on the right uh, i saw the cat on the cover of the madden of madden video game <laughs> which is just mean because now the cat's gonna like break a leg oh, or something like that like Wait. the madden curse that poor cat update from uh <laughs> metlife stadium yeah, the cat. Oh, they have not yeah they're what well, they have they were cats tweeting throughout the night no they have not found the cat so apparently when they so apparently, so MetLife, the way it's structured, so when it darted off into where the locker rooms would be, yeah. and you can actually go underneath, like, the seats. Like, there is an under area. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> good to know. We should have dressed up as cats. Oh, my God. So now you could go under there. and But then they were talking to an animal control lady, and she was yeah. like, you guys have no idea how many, like, animals are probably underneath that stadium. And I was like, ew. Because, like, there's food in that stadium, too. Oh, like, yeah, they better lock sure, that up. Sure. Wow. But yeah. Well, all I know is I really do believe that that cat jinxed the Giants. We were okay. like rocking and rolling. It was 9-3 Giants. What if and then the cat Sunday, showed up then because Sam Darnold's seen ghosts in MetLife Stadium and now there's cats. MetLife's haunted. Black and Kayla and I talked about A black this. cat. Like, I think green eyes. Kayla and I talked about this during the game. I think it's just um, a sign that we need to, like, just knock down MetLife and reopen Giant Stadium. I and mean, I think that's our go, only option. Go find. You'll go find. I mean, you know what? The Jets could, like, go share a stadium with, like, the Red Bull soccer team. Like they could. Like, go all, uh, go upstate. Go to Buffalo. Like, you don't, even, you don't even go here. You don't even go here. Like, get out. Bye. We want to be in New Jersey. Bye. I know a lot of people think that's weird that it's in New Jersey, but I think it's super convenient. But, like, just oh, get out. Oh, but yeah, honestly, great. shout out. Cheers to the Monday Night Football Cat because really just made my life I, a lot I better. I hope you're okay. I mean, like, I'm a dog person, but, like, I hope you're That well. cat was fat And you jinxed us, but I still hope you're well. That was a big cat. My God. He was eaten. Eaten. And he was fast. So he was a unit. Sign him. Sign him. Like a defensive lineman. I did. I I repeated like ESPN. I was like, sign this kid. Sign him. Someone give him a contract. Oh, my God. Good stuff. Good stuff. Very good. Very good. So we do have another weekend of football ahead of us. Um, uh, We are at the halfway. We are past the halfway. halfway. I know. It makes me super upset. But we're in week 10, so let's go ahead, kick it off with our picks. I've been doing so bad with our picks. So maybe, I did great Maybe week. don't listen to me, but I went 10 of uh, 14 last week. Uh, we have a ton of teams on the bye this week. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, let's kick it off. I am taking the Chargers, Ravens, Browns, Lions. This never happens, but I'm taking the Giants. <laughs> Chiefs, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Indy, Rams, Green Bay, Dallas, and the 49ers. My mm-hmm. lock is the Baltimore Ravens over the Cincinnati Bengals. And my upset, I, I don't know why I do this, but the Cleveland Browns over the Buffalo Bills, only because I feel like the Bills yeah. have played an easy schedule, and I'm still not sold yeah. that they're for real. I'm yet. not sold on them either, so I am interested in seeing this game. Yeah. Uh, two young QBs, mm-hmm. two questionable oh, young yeah, QBs. Sure. So. I mean, that's a good point. I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah. Like, okay, let's see the number one draft pick versus whenever, you know, Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, if Josh Allen yeah. outplays Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield's get, been getting hounded. Yeah. It, it's basically mm-hmm. social media has been the Monday Night Football cat. 
and, and Baker Mayfield. Like straight up. So if, if Baker like mm-hmm. gets totally outplayed in comparison to Josh Allen, yes. it's gonna be another rough week. I think the social media though of supposed of Josh Allen though showing up to the facility and he looked fine and I mm-hmm. like replied with like a gif of like a with the eyes. He does have a girlfriend. I did look her up. She ain't shit. <laughs> She he looked fine, as in like, hey, hey. He, he looked fine. He looked hey, fine. Hey. Yeah, girlfriend, fine. not that fine. So Josh Allen, if you're ever in the mix, who I can't keep a list of Caitlin's like football crushes. I think it's just like everyone. Like I, I feel like, like I'm in this like mode right now where I'm just like football boys. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Love them all. All right. Um, we got. I'm going with the Chargers, Ravens, Bills, Lions, Giants, Chiefs. Buccaneers, Saints, Dolphins, Steelers, Packers, Vikings, and 49ers. My lock is like yours, the Ravens over the Bengals, and I my upset is the Dolphins over the Colts. Yeah, I mean, it's wild course, and the crazy. Colts, the Colts have yeah. Brian Hoyer, so that could definitely happen. Um, and the Dolphins, they acted like they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> They, hey, poured that the, was their they poured the Gatorade. That was their, their Super Bowl. And listen, it's against a division rival. I understand that. So that but, feels good. You know what I mean? But that, um, if they were acting that crazy, you better. I mean, we stuck in the Redskins stuff. Yeah. Know? We won against the Redskins. Like, we would feel really great about it. Not pouring, like, the Gatorade <laughs> on Coach. Like, that's a little much, in my opinion. Um, what I did want to say, though, is watching, wa- live watching the Colts game. Uh, this past week and seeing Jacoby Brissett get hurt. And I'm like yeah, sitting on, I'm like laying in bed watching TV and I'm like, Oh, who's, who's like their backup now? Mm-hmm. Almost like their third string. Cause you had to yeah. get your luck. Uh, and then the announcers were like, Brian Hoyer will come. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, cool. Like you have a really like good know, situation. Like, like, wow. Like I thought some like bum was, no, coming yeah. in. I thought Brandon Allen was coming in. Like, that's that's a great situation to it have, really Brian is. Hoyer, and it's really funny because you have Brian Hoyer and you have Jacoby Brissett. Mm. Those two guys were backups too. Yeah, Tom Brady. Absolutely. So it's like okay, cool. Well, and then you've got thing, like Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo and the undefeated yeah. San Francisco 49ers. Like, who's Another like one. who's the New England backup right now? Like, can we have them on our team? Like, let's bring them over. I don't know. Good question. They probably don't have. I one think it's a young guy. I think it's a young guy. They did. Um... Didn't they draft? No. It's Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman was a quarterback in college. He was. He played his whole college career. It probably is Julian Edelman. All right. Good picks. Good picks. We only had a few different, so we'll see what happens. Um, But let's get into our big stories of the week for Housewives. Uh, We always do this with the NFL, but tonight we're doing it with Housewives. Housewives, quick hot Hot topics. It's like there's not, like, huge, huge ones, but there's Mm -hmm. so many, like, quick hot ones. Yes. So let's start with um, possibly a Real Housewives of New York cast member leaving. Um, we kind of like maybe felt this coming on, but yeah. reports are coming out that Tinsley Mortimer is going to be quitting Real Housewives of New York. Um, reportedly quitting during the middle of fi- uh, filming of season 12. This has to be like contracts. You can't do that. I really have. I know like, I, I feel like you're indifferent, but I have really loved Tinsley like like especially this, her? like this past season, like I don't know what it was no, about I wasn't her. Saying, like I, I, I do like her. Yeah, no. This past season, I did because I feel like she was standing up for herself. I feel like she was just like funny. And like, when she, she like stood up to Luann, that was hilarious. <laughs> really, Luann? Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking. <laughs> that would be like us. Yeah, yeah judge me. Yeah, judge me. Yeah, I'm having a drink. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> really, Luann? <laughs> yeah. But I feel like she's so funny in like a not trying to be funny way. So I really enjoyed right. her and this makes me sad. But um, we did talk about this on the show recently, how she could be getting back together with her on and off again boyfriend, Scott. So that's a um, and that's And that's reportedly the reason 
reason why she's quitting is to move to Chicago for Scott. But like, finally, um, how long ago did he ask you to move and you said no? What's the point now? Yeah. Like, I, and realistically, like, I wish he would move to New York, but he's the one with like a legitimate career and like I feel like he's flexible. Like, you could move to the city. and it's a web, his career. His thing is a website. It's online. Yeah, like you. Yeah, you. Yeah. I don't know. You can have a, a home in New York. You can have a weekend home. We know you're loaded. Yes. You can, yeah, or on, how about this? Commuting to work for me is difficult. Why don't you buy me a weekday home, Scott, so I can go to work, and then at home, I can come home on the weekend. Yes, yes. Um, That's a better plan. This is my favorite part of the story. Um, the two, Scott and Tinsley, like, obviously, they're back together mm-hmm. because they were recently spotted at the Big Apple Circus, which cracks me up because, obviously, that was one of Tinsley's, like, defining episodes oh, last season. God, yeah. She was, like, the guest star at the Big Apple Circus. <laughs> called, and she's like, like I'm that. so And it was all about crying about Scott because they had broken up and she drank way too much and got way too emotional. What is that called? They're like the the ringleaders. Yeah, so like we're coming full circle because now like we're at the 2019 Big Apple Circus and like Scott is here. We watched that episode, so you probably got to show up for her for the Big Apple Circus. Get the hell This is her thing. This is her thing. I've got to be there. But she really is that miserable. Like I don't think I've ever. She just drank. Those women drank a lot of the circus. Listen, I've been drunk post breakup and I've not looked like that. We should like if that's like a thing that's gonna be on every season, like the bits I know we've get really tickets do. to the big outfit really Um okay, but people are, are feeling like Tinsley has quit um because she was also missing from Instagram stories that were being shown of a season twelve yes. promo shoot. Mm-hmm. Also, there was a Halloween party recently where all the women were spotted filming, she was not there, which I mean, listen, there's been plenty of parties on Housewives seasons where girls miss. Surprise. And it's like, because yeah. that's always like a big deal. Like, oh, she's not, not coming, coming to my thing. Surprisingly like, enough, I think it's coming off of a season where there was a lot of parties and there was, each party was missing a significant person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But the fact of the promo shoot, that definitely makes me. Well, that's how people found sure. out that Vicky was coming back as a friend because she wasn't in the. Right, right, right. And then we're going to talk about um, another one of our things about a promo shoot and and. What that says about the cast but mm. um yeah so we'll report more on that but for right now it seems like there has to be contracts like you like you can't just leave i really enjoy tinsley like, like wow. scott like wow lost, scott wow wow we lost bethany like scott you know this means a lot to us like don't just if we her. lost Dorinda, I would just like, I was lose losing. my mind. Or even like I know like every, like Ramona's annoying, but like she does get funny. So I'm like, yeah. wow, <laughs> like like things like that. Like we just keep saying it. Like you we know, can't live. Like there's so many Dorinda one-liners, and even like so Sonia, many more, like. She and like as much as I around. hate Luann, like some of our favorite, most iconic housewives women are from Luann. Like, like she is an icon. She's like, too good. She might be a hated icon. Like yeah. she might rub me the wrong but way, she but she's she's, she's iconic. She's iconic. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, another one of our stories, obviously, we've been talking so much about Jim Edmonds oh, and Megan King Edmonds a lot, but we have to report the people and it's quick, hot tub, so we won't get too crazy with it. But Jim Edmonds finally released a statement last week, um, obviously, regarding everything. I have a quote from him I on the back. Him. Yeah, I hated it too. So he said, I hate him. 
scum of the earth. <laughs> I'm removing myself and all my family from this unnecessary publicity that I obviously have never quite enjoyed. I have way too much love for my wife and kids for this to happen, and it's time for us to get back to the private life we used to live. Megan, Megan is a truly special woman who my kids are so fortunate to then have as their mother. Right, and then it ends with hoping for some peace, normalcy, and the ability to move forward in a healthy, happy direction for every single person involved. I love my family and will make it right again. You don't get that when you're a scumbag. I'm sorry. People make mistakes. Like, you can move on. Like, it's been like a week, though. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to suffer and you need to feel like a piece of shit. I'm sorry. I just think the weirdest thing I took away from a statement, and trust me, it goes on a lot longer, so make sure you guys read it. Oh, and it's... Um, I texted Caitlin about it. I was like, I feel like the way it was written, it made it almost sound like he was still wanting to like fight for Megan, which yes. seemed really weird because he's the one that cheated and he's also the one that filed for divorce. Wow, for and divorce. it just found, it just seemed like he was just like praising Megan mm -hmm. and like, oh, she's so yeah. great and like, I love her and whatever and I no, love I her family and we're going to like move too. on. And yeah, like, it seemed was. weird. Like he's yeah. trying to make it work. And that also makes me feel like this was just a publicist who was like, let's be really nice because you're the, you're like the evil like enemy yeah. right now. So let's make it seem like like you're a sweetheart, blah, blah, blah. So Megan, obviously knowing her husband more mm -hmm. than any of us do, saw right through it and felt like yeah. it was not genuine. We she have a quote. Back. Yeah, she clapped her. back. Good for her. Good um, her. We have a quote from her as well after this statement was given. So she said, I have to say that when he gave the nice interview a few days ago, he was completely speaking for me. At that time, I had not exchanged one text message with him and I have still not spoken to him on the phone. I have endured prolific controlling by Jim and it isn't slowing down. Even when I, when I make an unassuming point post on Instagram, he hurt he hurls insults at me for a battery of made up indiscretions. I'm sick of the abuse and I won't engage anymore. And I don't have to. Um, so yeah, she totally believed that his statement was phony and it, it seemed was. funny to me too. Like like a hundred percent phony. Yeah. It's just like a story of he said, she said. And again, I just feel like Jim to everybody out there is like, even though he has his own, he was a celebrity himself before he right. was married to Megan. I feel like the power of the people, like the housewife fans versus maybe the baseball mm -hmm. fans who like baseball fans, they're not really like engaged in like a player and his wife and right. and mm -hmm. stuff like that. They care about the sport and baseball. Like, so I don't Maybe know. It feels, like, it feels like people are more on Megan's side, but also I, I don't know. It's just like, it's weird. And then you had his daughter coming out and it's like, you don't know who to believe. When I read Megan and the things that she writes on her blog, she's or always like this, been it so feels blunt. it feels real. To she's me. always that's been the blunt. thing. It's like, always yeah. When I read her blog post, it felt real and genuine to me. And when I read Jim's statement, it felt like something was that was crafted and not genuine to me. So it's like and like and then they do and like you're on Bravo, you're on the Real Housewives. Is a lot of it scripted? I'm sure it is. But you're also but you're showcasing your real life. Yeah, and. Jim, you've been an asshole ever since Megan joined that show. Mm. Everyone saw it. her first pregnancy. If that was my husband, I would have divorced him before that baby came out of yeah. me. He was not like not okay, like so so bad. And then to know that he was doing that again, like I just yeah. can't. No, what? Duh! He was cheating on you. He was never there. Yeah. Me mentally and physically, so he was definitely there. trying to spin this. Um, but I feel like. Uh, 
I I have my side and who I think is telling the truth I and, agree. and who I, you know, root for. But anyways, um, let's talk about another mix up in a Real Housewives cast. We reportedly have a new housewife joining Real Housewives of Potomac for season five. Oh, her name is Wendy Osefo. Um, she and and the reason that people are like, yeah, she's definitely part of the cast is because she was spotted in a promo photo for next season. Uh, she has a pretty interesting background. She is a professor at Johns Hopkins, and she is a political commentator for CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, ABC, BBC World, uh, HLN TV, and Fox Business. She is a CEO, a wife, a mother, and she has a PhD. Girl, you go, girl. Get it. I feel like you belong in the New York cast, right? This is no, she's better than that. This is, that is my, like, resume wish list yeah. on top of being a housewife. So I think, like, every time I say that to people and I'm like, oh, my bucket list is to be a housewife. Yeah, they take it, like, a, the wrong way. And I'm like, no, I just want to be on Bravo, be a, like, a real housewife in New Jersey, but I also want to be the boss-ass bitch that I am today. That is, that's a serious resume right there. You guys, take it from me that being a housewife is also on, like, my bucket list, but, like... I, I mean it in the way of like drinking wine and playing oh, no. tennis and like I shopping. Don't, no, I don't so care. I don't care. No, I, don't I don't care. Do Judge like me. No. Don't care. I if I could have it my way, like I would be like the like the household, like and like my, my husband could be like a stay at home dad. Like oh. I would be Yeah. Yeah, no. It's all about if that. If I never had to work another day in my life, that would be phenomenal. Mm-mm. But yeah, uh, kudos to her. This is like an awesome resume right there. And um, she seems awesome. I don't watch it. Maybe they're going after someone strong because everyone hates Potomac. My my version of the news is like ESPN and like SportsCenter. And like, so I don't watch. But I think the. (laughs) I don't watch news news, but I feel like. I do watch news If she's on all of these, people got to know her. So So that's going to be like a big deal for getting her to be on Housewives. So that's what the most impressive thing is to me is that she's on everything. Right. So with where we are, like 2019, like the, how like politically divided this world is, news stations now are considered this way, that way, that way. So she's on all of that. She's on everything, yeah. That's what I would be doing. That's a big score for Potomac. So um, listen, Potomac's going to be there when we're at BravoCon. I swear, I'm going to throw some fists, I think. We'll, we'll skip. That I'm just gonna part. like. We'll skip that part. Put it like a petition <laughs> sign up. No one watches Potomac. Oh my god. Maybe I'll watch it now because I want to. I'm interested in this lady. Maybe, maybe. All right. So, our final quick hot topic for Housewives: Real Housewives of New York. Barbara. She um obviously was a friend last season. She's not coming back this year, but she came on as Luann's friend. Yeah. And you all saw that. This past season, Luann was not a great friend to her, even though Barbara was there for her through mm-hmm. the most difficult moment of her life. Um, well, Barbara was recently on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood podcast, and she was talking about how she is legitimately ending her 14-year friendship with Luann. Imagine ending a friendship. Like, okay, this is going to sound so weird. So, like, I understand, like, relationships, like, breaking up, but, like, a friendship? I mean, I think... I- I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't want to this, say this is how I feel. happened to me before, but like, how much more like heartbreaking is that? And um, friendship, yeah. And I was just about to say, I would put it on the same exact level as like a a breakup with a significant. I feel like it's with, worse, but it could be worse like because a friend, especially. It, I think it just depends on the years. But a yeah. lot of people like their friendships have lasted. I mean, you know. Frank and I have been together for mm. three years. Yeah. You've been my friend for 20 plus years. Yeah. I mean, 
That's but that's, that's crazy. crazy. Like, like, like your a fourteen-year like, friendship. When other things go south, your friends are there. So it's like right. to end like a. I, that's a, so it hurts just as much, if not more, depending on the situation. Well, absolutely. It's just like and like to know, but even like okay, when you break up with someone like in a relationship, like yeah. you're breaking up, like a friend, which is like, man, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, right, right. It's such an awkward. Like, it's almost like people go into friendships and they just like when they become friends, you're they're just like, friends. Oh, I have a friend that's for it. life. But when you go into a relationship, you have to realistically say like, this will it, either it, work it, or it won't. Work. It will be forever. With friends or, or like family, you don't really think about. Right, that. exactly. <laughs> that could also happen. Yes, yes. So. Um, you're absolutely right. So Barbara had these quotes to say about Luann um, on this podcast. She said, the narcissism of this woman, the self-importance and her blatant disregard for people that have helped her has got to stop. Not only myself, but our mutual friend, Anne, and I'm sure Bethany and even Mary, who does her makeup, we are disgusted with her. It's just her total disregard for anyone else. I have no words for her anymore. That's the thing with a narcissist. You can look at yourself and believe that everything about you is so wonderful and throw everyone else away and then she ended saying my prediction she hasn't hit rock bottom yet and wow I kind of those are fighting words i i kind of could believe that oh absolutely 100 percent. i don't think she's hit rock bottom the yet. cabaret is going to end right she's not doing that for the rest of her life right and then once the cabaret is over, that's she, why her head is so big right now. There's not going to be a next right. thing. What's she going to do? Grown, so yeah. she doesn't, like, she's going to drop another album? No. Right. Star in movies? No. She will not. Maybe, like, a Lifetime movie, which I love Lifetime movies. <laughs> but, like, she's not going to do that kind she of stuff. She will be like, what's my purpose? Where am I going? Exactly. And I that's where, and that could be so back I to drinking. That. I agree with that 100%. I, I yeah. still think she is drinking. I, yeah. yeah. I know. I'm not convinced that she, and if she's not, I'm not convinced that she could stay sober. Well, we're going to see her at BravoCon, and I will tell you, I will be drunk, but I will tell Louis, you. What do you think of Barbara's comments on that podcast? Wait, so we need to bring a microphone. Just we like need to bring a list of questions. <laughs> Hi. Oh, we should bring microphones. We really need Regardless to. Regardless like, if we raise our hand, hello. <laughs> They're, like, passing out. I'm like, no, we got our own! <laughs> like, that's how they do it, like, in locker rooms for sports. You just stand right next to the person. You're like, no, I'm sorry, Andy. We have our own microphone in the back. <laughs> we're good. We're, we're going to come right up. Get us when you can. We'll be right here. That would be great. I love it. I'm down. So, yes, those are our big stories of the week in Housewives. Quick hot topics. Lots of crazy it is stuff a lot. going on. It is just like a lot I won't even talk about the fact. Just, like, boom, bam. Quickly say that um, Teresa's dad... Is currently visiting it, Joe Judice it, in Italy yeah, right now. Yeah. And guess what? I happened right before the show to look at Instagram and see that both Melania and Gia posted like three hours before our show that they were at JFK Airport and getting ready to go to Italy. So we're going to Italy. Going to Italy. Bravo's going with them too. Bravo's going to Italy. They're baby. filming. Bravo. Annie, you better get back. We have like a big weekend coming up for Bravo. Seriously. Like, come on. Like, you can't be jet lagged. Get back. Need to get back. Okay, so let's move into our game tonight. It's called Your NFL Dream Team Come True. Your dreams come true. <laughs> Thank you. It was my rendition of Beautiful, Beautiful. What you... song is it? It's that Disney song. That's, that was like Walt Disney. Walt Disney. I don't know which one, though. I'm not like a huge Disney person. Okay, get out. Um, so... <laughs> Get out. So we are revealing our 2019-2020 
uh, season dream team. So it's people from this current season right, right. now. Um, what players and head coach we'd want at each position uh, and then for this season only. So right. we're going to go through everything right now. So do it one by one. So it. to start, we have our head coach. Who do you want as your head coach? Bill Belichick. Absolutely. <laughs> There's no competition. Absolutely. Um, quarterback. There could be competition with this, but I went with Tom Brady. I went with Russell Wilson. Um, just because, like, I, I get the Tom Brady thing. I would have went with Patrick Mahomes if he wasn't injured. Maybe. Yeah. I would have considered it. No. I still would have went with Russell Wilson. Okay. Okay. I For like sure. Russell Wilson. I think if you're building, like, a stacked team, like, he would perform better, I think. Right. Like, Tom Brady performs well with people that we have no idea what the hell they are. So imagine what he could do with a I don't know, though. I think that... Mm, that could actually play go south. We'll see. We'll see. You think. Uh, running back. Christian McCaffrey. And I went with Mr. Saquon Barkley. Oh, I'm actually surprised you didn't go with Christian. I know you're a big fan of him. I am a big fan of him. He's definitely having the best season out of all the running backs. Another in MVP conversation. Candidate for sure. But I just think Saquon, you know. He is one of the people, Tom Brady, you put the best of the best around him. I don't know if we'll yeah. afford well. Saquon, you put the best of the best around that's him. That's fine because I do believe, I do wholeheartedly believe that Saquon Barkley is a better running back than Christian McCaffrey. I do. <sighs> um, and I feel as though if he had, if he had an all pro, yeah. pro bowl offensive line in front of him, the things that he would do would just be insane. True, true, true. Wide receiver. Someone who is just the best right now, but so underrated, Michael Thomas. Oh, my God. I put him, too, because I love Michael Thomas. I rave about him, I think, on every show that we have. Yes. And I agree. You know why How? people? You know why he's underrated? You know why people don't talk about him? Because he's so quiet and he so humble. He he if is. he had the personality, if he had his play mm -hmm. matched with a personality of like Odell Beckham, you'd know about him. You would know about him. Yeah, but I love that. I just, it, it, I love it too. I, I, I love it. I love it. So like, I've been a huge fan of him forever. And yeah, just keep doing awesome. your thing. Tight end. I went with George Kittle. Oh, he is doing so well this season, and yeah. I love not only his play, but the leadership position he's taking with the 49ers. He's, he's a bad man. Like, so when I was, oh, like, yeah. I was, like, looking at stats for tight ends, trying to, like, make my decision on this, and um, you actually have Austin Hooper mm. and uh, Travis Kelsey, in my opinion, have better stats than um than George Kittle right now. Mm -hmm. But when I watch George Kittle play, I watch how mean he is and yeah. how much he fights yeah. for every inch and how much he breaks tackles and stiff arms. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's a tough yeah. dude. And that's the kind of guy that I would want to tie them. So I know with Travis Kelsey, very much for the similar reason, like, because he's just tough dudes. And I think it's so funny to where um, – looking at those it's so you have your two different types of tight ends in my opinion right. so you have them and then you have what we have in Evan Ingram oh, yeah. um who's a little taller could be a wide Which receiver is, but he's exactly. built for the tight end position there's like these mean 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 tight ends like Travis Kelsey George Kittle Rob Gronkowski and then there are the tight ends who they're they're mean too but they they were built more so as a wide receiver yeah. almost like yeah. could pass as a yeah. wide receiver mm -hmm. like Evan Ingram yeah but it's like the same thing with like the safety position you have your two types of safeties so you you look, right. look at it like that. But it, I, I think that 
tight ends. They haven't like officially come out with two different names for them, but essentially they are. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like that's, but they're also, they're both very competitive and they're both mm-hmm. very essential to a team. Um, but I just don't think it's spoken about enough, but it really is. But Travis Kelsey, in my opinion, is that very same mentality, like a mean, like yeah. just tough guy. I'd like, like to see the tight end position get better in the NFL because I, do, I agree. I do feel as though like you have your top five guys and mm-hmm. then there's like a yeah. massive, massive yeah. drop off. So I, I feel like that needs to be like in college, like if you're on the fence, wide receiver, tight end, maybe go for tight end. Like you need more good, solid tight ends in the league. Right. Offensive line. Okay, so um, you're not going to like this, but I went with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so did I. And I went for it basically because of Monday night. I don't follow the Cowboys a lot. I knew coming into the season they had been talking about the offensive line. But to see what I saw to have – um, Zeke, Zeke yeah, 140 yeah. yards or 141, whatever. Yeah, and say that like, first of all, he said those were like the easiest. Screw you, Zeke. I um, think they were easy though because his line was opening up holes yes. for him left and right. And I feel like someone made an argument like, oh, like you know, Saquon's the second best. No, like, he's, in the not. No, no, he's, he's not. not. No, he's not. No, he's not. Put him behind the he's Dallas like, Cowboys line, and he's better than Ezekiel Elliott. I hundred percent. So take that. Does. Shut up and throw that in the trash can. And that's but even I'm Dak not Prescott. I'm not going to take away from Ezekiel. I'm not. No, he's talented. He, he's a top three running back. That's fine. Um, You're not better than Saquon. But Prescott, you've you've been blessed with an yeah. unbelievable line. But it's anything with Dak Prescott, in my opinion, he's not a good quarterback. But you let the kid sit in the pocket for oh, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. He's going to make a play. And that's been my complaint all along as a fan of the New York Giants over the last couple seasons, not having a, a good offensive line. I felt like that was Eli's biggest problem was that he didn't have a good line, he right? He didn't have time to throw. Hello? What's happening with Daniel Jones? The only difference is that when the pocket collapses, Daniel Jones can run. run. Yeah. Um, but well, it, I, I feel as though it's it's proving my point all along. Yeah. I've been I've been screaming it for years. Is that no quarterback can play behind our line? I mean, it's it's a little bit improved this year. No, but it's still proving the point that like it's it's not there. And the Dallas Cowboys. Then, and I hate to say it, but the Philadelphia Eagles also have another top offensive mm-hmm. line. And um, again, I, Carson Wentz, not a good quarterback. I, I think if I can value any position on the football field the most, it's offensive linemen. Like, I, I truly believe if you have a good My line, boy. you can win You can win Super Bowls. Oh, wait. Yeah. I am upset, and we'll get, I'll get into it later, yeah. um, but, like, I love, like, I, those are the guys I, in my I'm opinion. so big on that. Yes, yeah. 100%. Um, a defensive line. Um, I went with who I think obviously has the best overall defense too in the league, the New England Patriots. We agree on this one as well. Yeah, just again an outstanding defense. They're second in stacks, mm-hmm. they're first in passes defense, and they're first in inter- interceptions. And when I say they're like first in those categories, they're first by like a lot. Yeah, like, so, like literally. Yeah, like the second most is like over. it's not close. Yeah. So. Uh, linebacker. Uh, I'm going with Shaq Barrett from the Tampa Bay okay. Buccaneers. I think he's having a phenomenal season. He's actually first in the league, first in the league right now in sacks. He has ten and a half sacks on the year. Um, he's a beast. He also has three passes defense, four forced fumbles. He is a bright spot on a on a team that's not doing so hot. But he is he's been having an All Pro year, and I've been very impressed by him. Oh, you're right. I was going to say, because I picked Levante David, and he plays for the Bucks too, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Did I screw this up? And no, yes, 100% agree on all that, as much as um, his counterpart is playing extremely well. Uh-huh. Also, um, and I'm just, and it's, 
to say that for a, a team like the Buccaneers right, is, is right. really saying something, in my opinion. So I, I do always enjoy yeah, the like, players that go out and are stepping up no matter I, how poor your team is. I'm looking at the mm-hmm. picks I've revealed so far, and I have New England, New England, Carolina, Saints, San Fran, Dallas, New England. Like, Tampa Bay is, yeah. like, the only bad team I have on here so far. And, and he's, a, he's a bright spot, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Um, corner safety. Speaking of having like people from good teams, um, I'm giving love to the New England Patriots again. I'm going with cornerback Stephon Gilmore. He's having a phenomenal mm-hmm. year. Very good. I went with Jamal Adams and um, from New York Jets, and I think it's because um, give the Jets some love. They need it. No, and I I think Jamal Adams deserves some love. He's um, awesome. Phenomenal player. Um, to see how pretty much like defeated he was to find out they were like shopping him around, but not just shopping him around, shopping around to the Dallas Cowboys, who you know have money, who will come in and pay whatever price it is for the player that they but, want. But I, I want to say one thing. Um, I did read that the Jets wanted him, Dallas, that mm-hmm. trade. They wanted like Zach Martin and somebody else on the line. No, yeah, they no, wanted two yeah. linemen. No. And to me, that, like, as much as Jamal Adams was hurt by the fact that they were trying to shop him, they, they were, were trying to shop him for, like, big bucks. a legitimate, oh, no, like, two legitimate yeah. players. So that, like, yeah. speaks volumes. Um, but that he's just a guy that I would want on my team and think about – He's oh a God. good player. He's a great player. Why am I blanking? He's a he's a good player in a bad situation. So I'm totally yeah. blanking on the guy that we just got from the Jets. What? Uh, Leonard Williams. Yes, I I was thinking. Yeah, okay. I thought he played fine on Monday night. Mm-hmm. I, I, not that I'm saying he did better than the games that he was with the Jets, but I think right. he was in a he was a good player in a bad situation. Yeah. Jamal Adams, same thing. Right. So. Yeah. Definitely would want him on my team. Uh, this was so difficult. Oh, right. I know. This is very difficult. I, I had to do my research. I had to go to the stat book. I had to go to the stat book. had to go to the stat book. How much do we truly know about punters? Uh, we obviously, like, we, you know so about bad. the New York Giants punter, but, like, you're not really, wa- really do you're like not, you're not really watching yeah. other games being like, ooh, they're punting. Ooh, they're punting. They're so good. So I actually... No, but surprisingly enough, when we got Brad Wing from the Steelers, I knew him from the Steelers. Okay. Because so, he was right, a good right, right. punter, in my opinion. So, but I actually do really like Riley. I did not go with Riley Dixon, yeah. but I actually do like him. Okay, so, okay. but just to put that out there. I went with Thomas Morstead from the New Orleans Saints. Okay, I went with uh, Logan Cook from the Jacksonville Jaguars. So. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yeah. I, just I, just I don't know if we could, like, commentate too much on that. <laughs> I like the Hickers. I don't care what the stats are, what season. I'm I'm always going Justin Tucker because his name. He's the it's like, man. Honestly, he is the man. He's the man. He's like you just like hear his name and you just like kicker right comes to your head. Like yeah. Justin Tucker is he's stupid phenomenal. Guy. I've had him on my fantasy team for the past like three years. I don't have him this year. Yeah. I have Alja Grossos, another story. Um, but like. Right. He and I didn't get him this year, and I was really someone took him like early on. I was like, "Are you serious? A kicker now? He I should have went for him." He hasn't had the opportunity to kick that that, but that much as so some good. of the other guys. But he is perfect on the season. He's seventeen for seventeen. Um, he is. His longest fifty-one yards. Mm-hmm. He's perfect. Like I think he's he's kicked like six kicks from yeah. forty plus yards, and he's perfect on that. He's and so um, this is really funny. I don't know if you maybe never saw it, but. Um, E60 mm-hmm. on ESPN where they do like their quick 60 minute like features on on different people and they did one on Justin Tucker oh, yeah. and I walked did you see it is he like an opera singer he's an opera singer yeah. like a legitimate <laughs> opera singer like 
it, it's he's a get, he's a fun guy. Get he's a, a man that could do both. He, he's, he's, a, really, <laughs> he's a really really fun guy. I know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, a straight up, if I was a fan of the Baltimore Ravens, that's the jersey I'm rocking. Yes, it's like it's he's good. awesome. But that would be me. Love him. Love him. After the randos. All right, so. This is our part in the night where we are going to get it off our chest, positive or negative, football, housewives, life, whatever you want. Um, we always get fired up during the week on different topics, text each other a bunch, yeah. fuming over different stuff. We can so, do like a whole show, get it off right, our chest. Right, like, you know what? I say <laughs> positive. Ne- it's usually negative. It's usually like, negative. It's usually no, like, we do some positive Sometimes, stuff, sometimes. Like. But a lot of time we really need to vent. So um, I know you're venting tonight, so why don't you kick it off? Ooh, vent am, away, girl. I am venting. And I'm venting, like, mentally and, like, verbally speaking. Yeah. Like, I feel like this, I need to, like, like vent, like, physically beat someone up. Because, oh, oh, boy. Because this person was, like, physically getting into it. So I am, I get it off my chest, has to do with um, Will Hernandez, one of uh, the New York Giants offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's not just, just target, I'm targeting him because of the Monday Night Football game. Okay. Um, but it really is towards the Giants' entire offensive line. So if you did watch the Monday Night game, if not, go back, watch some highlights. There were some scuffles, and there's always going to be scuffles. Ooh. Always going to be scuffles, though, when the Giants are playing any, maybe not the Redskins as much, but <laughs> we always just bounce them off. Um, the Eagles and the Cowboys, there's just always going to be, there's that grit, there's that, oh, it's just always there. And I, I love it. You know, I do love that rivalry. I do love the passion. But every, um, like, tussle, whatever, whatever it was during these games, it was Will Hernandez. And you see, yeah. right, um, like early on, um, someone had you know maybe touched Daniel Jones a little too late, so he's mm-hmm. on the sideline throwing this guy down, and then a little bit later, someone goes towards Saquon Barkley, and he just boom, like right out of the way. And then later on, there's another scuffle. There was like four different situations. I think there was like five. Four and there was like yeah, all of them against the Eagles. Where the rest are blowing the whistles and breaking everybody up against yeah. the Eagles every single time. No Cowboys. Cowboys. Sorry. Against the, we played the Cowboys, the Black Cat. <laughs> against the Black Cat, we played against the Cats. The, we really did play against playing against. Um, it was always against the Cowboys, yeah. and it was like kind of like how. So I'm envisioning in my head right now the two scenarios where on the sideline he got into the one scuffle after mm-hmm. the Daniel Jones late hit, and then the Saquon Barkley, someone coming after Saquon Barkley when it was just like kind of random, right. and he literally just. I would not want to be shoved by Will Hernandez. I think I would die. Probably dislocate my arm. He's a big boy. Like, break my neck. Scary boy. So my biggest problem is, wow, you're a tough guy. You just went and you just went and protected your quarterback on the sideline. You're running back. You just went and stood up for him. What are you doing on the field? Like, are you doing your job? Because your job is to protect Daniel Jones. And I've yet to see that. I've yet to see that when you are protecting Eli Manning. And it's not just you, Will Hernandez. It's the entire Mm -hmm. offensive line. Your job for four quarters is to protect your quarterback on the field. Mm -hmm. If something happens on the sideline, yes, by all means, let's get in there and you start getting mad and you protect if it's a late hit, if it's a nasty play, go ahead. But I don't want to see you out of nowhere get all riled up and start pushing people around when we're halfway through the season and you've done nothing, nothing of that nature, eight games in. I want to see you 
dirty. I want to see you mean. You're an offensive lineman for the NFL. You are a monster. And when he got drafted, that's what everybody said about him. This is a mean, mean dude. He was picking fights with his own teammates in preseason. I was like, yes, finally some grit. Fire, fire. Let's go. Let's go. I've yet to see that. It's not... The Sean O'Hara's, the David Deals, the Chris Knees of the world, mm-hmm. who were protecting Eli on the field and actually protect Eli off the field, protecting Eli to this day yeah. on social media. When things happen to Eli I Manning, know, they're know. the first oh ones to take, God. and they're like, Sean O'Hara like goes in David Deals, and they're just like, it's you know really what? Sweet. But it's that's really cute. the relationship that you need. Your line you build your with your quarterback, yeah. Like, um, I, I, well, I mean, he's showing that in a way by going and like, and, but and hey, well, why are you not showing that on the field? So you're going to let Dallas's defense come and get Daniel Jones, a young rookie. You're going to let them come after Eli three seasons prior. Like yeah. I'm sick of it. So I, I want to agree with you and disagree with you on, on two, like two different points. So I want to agree with you that I was extremely annoyed watching that game mm-hmm. and seeing all those tussles. And we were very fortunate. I don't know how yeah, all that Hernandez was yeah. not flagged at any point during that game. <laughs> and I can say that as I can say that as a Giants fan. Like Cowboys kind of got screwed on that. Like I can't even believe that. Like in all those tussles, that yeah. not one. And, and she's right. Caitlin's yeah. right. There was like five or six of them. Yeah. I cannot believe that the Dallas Cowboys were flagged on every single one of them, even if it was just like flag on both teams like no it was none no, of that was so I was shocked up so I'm gonna agree with you on the fact that I was really annoyed that it was happening like it was just it pissed me off it was too much and even mm. though we didn't get in trouble for it we easily could have and it was like I don't want to see that like I don't right. want to see us get pushed back however many yards because of bs like that right, right. um but if I'm gonna disagree with you at all it's gonna be that I feel like yes I don't think our offensive line is good I, it's not. It's not good by any means. But I do feel as though Will Hernandez might be the best one on that line. I think he is. So I don't want to rip on him too much. I don't want to say yeah. that Daniel Jones getting sacked or Eli Manning getting sacked is mainly on him. I've seen a lot of the other guys get blown past and be responsible for our quarterback getting sacked. So I don't want to rip on Will too, too much. Um but I will rip on him on the fact of like your quarterback, your quarterback gets hit late out of bounds. I agree. Go like show like yeah. that's your guy. Like you're not gonna push my guy. You're not gonna injure my guy. Like I get it. But then like that should have been the end of it. And then all those other whistles pissed me the hell. But off. don't let them push it around on the field either. I'm gonna hit my one glass, knock it over. Like that's how frustrated <laughs> I am with it. And I'm not trying to just pinpoint Will Hernandez. I'm pinpointing him because he was the center of yeah, every. I think you're more so just angry and was with the line. I am. Yeah. It's so frustrating. And I'm a line gal. I've always mm-hmm. been. I love the offensive line. I love of the defensive line. I've always been for those guys. It's when you're going out and you're buying Eli Manning jerseys, you're buying Odell Beckham, Victor Cruz jerseys. I'm the one who's bought my. It's line. Like I'm she, buying. She had to lay rest, like Justin Pugh jersey, Jason Pierre, uh, Paul, JPP. Like, I, I, just, like, I literally like the OCU and Euro. Like these are my guys. Yeah. These are my guys. I hear you, girl. I hear you. I and know. It's like, come on. I'm with you. They are the core of the team. I think so too. And like, it's like the job. A quarterback is a quarterback, but you need a, a quarterback. It doesn't matter how good your quarterback is. They're only as good, in my opinion, as their offensive Absolutely. So, so it just, it just frustrated me to see that much passion for a late hit out of bounds when 
give me that passion during the game. Maybe Daniel you. Jones has a better shot. I got you, girl. You know, or maybe Eli had a better shot. And oh, he yeah, wouldn't he sure. wouldn't be on the bench right now. Like, and I'm crying Completely every time I see him there. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Mine uh, isn't negative for me, I mean, I don't care. Like, yeah. it's negative for Cleveland fans. <laughs> Not my problem. Okay. Um, but let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. I know we talk about them a lot um, because they're just like that. They're that train wreck. They're that yeah. car accident on the side of the road. And you can't help it. You're like, ooh, what, what's going Ooh-oh. on? What's happening there? Uh, you can't look away, okay? So as many of you know that on social media, the two biggest things that happened this past weekend was uh, the Black Cat on Monday Night Football. And, of course, uh, Baker Mayfield in that screenshot of him post-Cleveland Browns game, losing to the Denver Broncos, losing to third-string quarterback Brandon Allen. And he's got the little, like, Nacho Libre, like, mustache. This is like his outfit. He's just like crap. We're looking at this. He looks like crap. Yeah, I have it pulled up right now. So all the memes, all the gifs, all the social media posts (laughs) were all about the cat and Baker Mayfield, but specifically (laughs) Baker's, like, one screenshot in that interview, right? So uh, all weekend long, all, like, still now I'm reading like hilarious little comments yeah. on that picture of Baker. So NFL memes, they're so oh, good. You guys, like, I, we should like go work for NFL memes. I like, I need to find out who runs that account. Right? Genius. That account is genius. genius. Okay. So I kept seeing hilarious like meme captions of Baker in that specific picture. And there were so many good ones. Yeah. And I'm glad that NFL memes like realized like, oh my God, there's too many golden ones out there that we need to compile this yeah. into one post. 10 different pictures, 10 different memes. So it's the same exact picture each time, but with different captions. So I want to read them because they're so funny. Um, Baker Mayfield looks like he took fourth place in a Gardner Minshew costume contest. I posted that one. I went to Twitter and I was like, I couldn't. Because your mustache is not as glorious as Gardner's. I can tell myself. Like I was crying when I read that one. Baker Mayfield looks like he sells insurance and talks about he could have gone D1 if it wasn't for his knee injury. It reminds me of that movie Couples Retreat when the one guy's like, I did rock high school football. Want to check tape? Want to check tape? Like living in the past. Move on. (laughs) Baker Mayfield looks like he just found out he did not get the role of Pedro for Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) He does look like that. Oh my God, this is horrible. This is horrible. Baker Mayfield looks like he just said, I have nothing left, Karen. Let me just see the kids. (laughs) It's horrible. It's so funny, but it's so horrible. Let me see the kids. <laughs> Baker Mayfield looks like he's not allowed within 500 feet of a school zone. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's like in a trench. He's like in a trench coat. He looks awful. Like awful. Baker Mayfield looks like he's about to go rob Kevin's house after his parents left him home alone. Wait, so Macaulay Culkin like came out like with like like all like the tools and stuff from Home Alone. And he like tweeted at Baker Mayfield. Like, like I'm ready for Yeah, he's like, I'm going to protect this house. <laughs> That's a clap back. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Love you, Macaulay. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep your keep your like whole acting career alive with that too. Um, Baker Mayfield looks like he tells high schoolers the dangers of drugs, even though he dropped acid in the parking lot before the speech. So good. He does not look well. Oh, this one was horrible. Your dad who went out for cigarettes and never came back. Friend was like peeing his pants on that one. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Baker Mayfield looks like the guy everyone thinks is the serial killer in a horror movie, but he's not. 
And Baker Mayfield looks like Monday morning. Oh, my God. He does look like Monday morning. You're disappointed. Or this week, Tuesday morning, because the game didn't end until, like, 11.30, 11.45. Right, right. You're right. By the time I got ready for bed, I had to be up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I only got, like, five and a half hours of sleep. Yeah. My alarm. So Tuesday morning, you were, you're looking like Listen, I slept like a baby. Like, I was out like a light. But I woke up, I was like, and you were looking like Baker. And I was like, oh, God. Like, I have to, like, go and do today. (laughs) After that giant loss. <laughs> yeah, horrible. But what I want to say more so and to get it off my chest is like the whole grand scheme of, mm. of everything, right? So if you did not know this, and I actually didn't until um, it was brought up, I think, yesterday, two yeah. days ago after the fact of um, on ESPN, they showcased Baker from that game. So he's walking into that game, into the tunnel, like, you know, get it like in his, you know, nice attire, getting ready for the game. And he has his full on scruffy beard, full beard, full beard, beard, right? (laughs) Everything. He plays the game. He's got the handlebar mustache. Where is that from? Okay. (laughs) Then he shows up to the post game interview and he's got the Nacho Libre mustache. Oh my God. I would be so freaking livid How do you if I was a Browns fan. Oh, yeah. I would appreciate you caring about playing yeah. football rather than your manscaping yeah. and your mustache and your facial hair. I would time. go. I would go freaking insane. Shaving my legs takes like twenty minutes, but and that's like, not a full beard. Oh my god! I would be so. I can't even get into how pissed off I would be if this is the Giants' quarterback. Like, like this takes a long I think time. he did it like. Thinking he would be funny, but it's not funny because you lost. And you lost to the Denver Broncos, who aren't good. And you lost to a third-string quarterback. And, like, you guys have been not living up not, good. not living up to expectations and sucking. So the fact that, like, you're showing everybody, you're like, shaving. that I care more about my manscaping than I do about, like, playing football. And, you know, people have been commenting on this. I know Shannon Sharp, like, had a comment about this, about how, like, Baker Mayfield has really taken on the attitude this season of like, this is me and you like me or you don't like me. And Shannon Sharp was like, well, if this is you, you're two and six. We don't like you. We don't like Like, it's like, no, it's absolutely perfect. Like, that's why I was like, getting my chest last week. Like, I, oh, what do you mean? Like, this is accept me for who I am. Like, no, no. Get it together. Like if you're a Browns fan, like, you don't deserve that. You don't deserve If it. you want to get heated at a reporter, don't be shaving your mustache at halftime. Who has the time? The halftime is, especially at a halftime when you're losing to a third-string quarterback, you need to figure it out. Here's the worst part. You know what yeah. the worst part? I, and I'm literally, like, realizing this as we're talking about it right now. The worst part about this is he knew that by doing this, it was going to draw attention. I, I, I think the I, last thing that Cleveland, I think the last thing the Cleveland Browns need right now because they suck is to draw any more attention. It's an to attention war. It's disgusting. That's what he. Did. That's when he did that stupid wave the flag thing when he was at Ohio State, and sorry, he was at um, Oklahoma. That's where he went, right? right? And then yeah. um, obviously Nick Bosa came back, clapped back real hard with that, like. It just, he does things for attention. Yeah. And it's, it's so frustrating to see. And it's just like, you don't have to do that. Why are you drawing attention when your team is and not he good? Knew. He had to know. He like, knew. People were going to pick up on the fact that you had three different facial looks, like before the game, during the game, and after the game. I want to know if someone on. helped him. Because I want to know the help, the, the help behind it. Because you're, well, you're, you're feeding into it. You're feeding into listen, it. Listen, as horrible as 
the Giants season has been mm-hmm. and as, as negative as it has been, uh, I want to say like that it. I was I was recently talking to um, my friend who is a Giants fan and he said, you know, it sucks. We suck. He goes, every week it brings me utter joy watching the Browns suck. Yeah. Because, and that was the thing that like when Odell went to the Browns, I was like, I, I rooted for the Browns last year. I was happy yeah. that they were good, right? Mm-hmm. And then when Odell went there, I was like, I, I hate them. Like, I don't want to see them successful. Yeah. Like, that sucks. Yeah. And I really thought they were going to be successful. Right. So I was like, this year is going to it's gonna it's, it's gonna yeah. be horrible. And it's true. Like, one of the bright spots for Giants fans right now is seeing the Browns yeah. suck, seeing Odell's numbers suck. He's so, on pace for career lows. Yeah. And, um... It's only a matter of time. Like oh, Baker, Odell, like Baker Mayfield is yeah. a huge like. Oh my god, that's an issue. But Odell, any minute now, it's a ticking time bomb, and he's gonna he come out. Did crack. He, he already cracked. He already cracked honestly. a little bit, a little bit. A full blown cracking is coming. But you needed a quarterback that believed in you. Screw you, Odell. He was so pumped to go play with Baker. Screw like you. he was God's gift to the world, and like Baker's trash. Screw that whole organization. Daniel Jones is playing are. better than Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield had comments about the Giants drafting Daniel Jones. So there you go. Daniel Jones. Yeah. Screw you. Screw the entire Browns organization. You guys suck. Actually, no, I like Miles Garrett. We cannot screw him. Um, and I like Nick Chubb. I think Oh, Nick me Chubb too. Done. Obviously. And he's yeah. quiet. Yeah. No, oops. I think Miles Garrett is quiet too. Yeah. I like both of like them. those guys. You too. Great. Everyone else, get out. Okay, so thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Uh, I know we had some difficulties on the the Facebook thing. Sorry about that. that. But don't worry, it's always on the podcast. So again, always subscribe. You're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, um, Google Pod. Any honestly, anywhere where you can get a podcast. I looked at our stats. Everyone is usually it's Apple Podcasts. That's where everyone's getting us. But still, subscribe. Leave us a review if you'd like to. Hell yeah, do it. We have two, and they're both five stars, so I guess that's just how you know. Uh, but seriously, go ahead. Um, leave us a review, subscribe, and listen to us every week. But do not miss Real Housewives New Jersey season 10 premiere tonight at 8. We are 46 minutes into on the demand, episode. people. On demand. On demand is key. But honestly, you do need to watch that because we will be. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. Oh, we'll see about next week. But we'll be recapping it for sure. Right. Uh, Real Housewives of Dallas is on at 9. That's why it's not going to be on at 9. I'm just super annoying. They have but four seasons currently playing yeah. right now. Atlanta is back again. I don't yes, know how yes. they're back again, but they yes. literally just did the reunion, but they're back again Sunday at 8. I think right. they're just an ongoing That's franchise. Their second episode, so. Yeah, I just honestly think, like, I think, like, New Jersey, New York, they all, like, take, like, high... It, Atlanta's just always on. It's they're a, just pumping. Yeah, they're pumping content. So good for them. Yeah. Um, and Orange County, again, is still, I don't know, they're like the longest season in America. Mm-hmm. Same with Beverly Hills. It was. Um, they're on Tuesday at 9. And then BravoCon is 10 days away. Oh so Can't crazy. wait. So We're excited. We have to map out our schedule. Oh, we'll let you guys know everything. So, um, so for the NFL this week, you have Thursday Night Football. It is the Chargers versus the Oakland Raiders. On Sunday night, you have Minnesota versus Dallas. On Monday night, you have Seattle versus San Francisco. Wow. All three great games great are phenomenal. All game. three. I think that's the first time we could say that. I'm a little bit nervous about that Seattle uh, San Fran game, but uh, I went with San Francisco and I did say they already beat the Rams. I did say if they could beat both teams or the real deal, and I do think they will beat the Seahawks, and that'll prove that'll prove me right. Or not, sorry, maybe prove me wrong. 
Because I said I need to see them beat both teams. Listen, in my household where there's a lot of disappointment from the Giants, <laughs> I genuinely feel happy for my husband that, like, You're just happy. there's a bright spot. <laughs> and your key games for college football this week, and I should have picked this as get it off my chest. Oh, but these are big, 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 big. Number four, Penn State. Why are you number four uh, versus number 17, Minnesota? Number two, LSU. Oh, boy. Versus number three, Alabama. How in the world? I'm biting my nails. Am I number three? I got that. That game is at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. I hope you're well afterwards. We'll see. Honestly, everyone is thinking it's going to be a blowout at LSU, and I think those people are. Alabama takes one bye week, and everything goes to hell. LSU is going to win. They get knocked down to number three. What the hell is wrong with college football right now? I have no idea. And then you have number 13, uh, Wisconsin versus Iowa. Wisconsin-Iowa is always a good game, so I would go check that out. But honestly, Alabama, roll tide. We're going to win on Saturday. Don't you dare put us at number three ever again Ooh. in your life. We're an undefeated team. Get the hell out of here. Penn State, number four. You're, uh, seriously? Uh-oh, she angry. I, should have, I told you. Great way to end the show. Great way. Well, you know, it, it can happen. So we'll talk. We'll talk next week yes. about it. But um, that's it. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers to whatever's left. I have a little sip Cheers. Glug glug glug. Glug glug glug. Bye. Bye. Oh, gotta end it. We have to end it on the podcast. We love you, podcast.